Towards the end of my time at Olga's I was invited to go out to karaoke night at Brand's Steakhouse located next door to the mall. This was the first and last time that I would hang out with many of the servers and cooks who I had worked with. The manager that had come out had a reputation for belting out late 80s pop songs. Many of the people tried to perform 90s rap slash hip hop and a few tried to get me to sing Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. I declined and eventually, through the aid of much alcohol, picked Anima by Tool. Nate Dogg made some comment about me of all people picking a six-minute song and I didn't care. I had to listen to him rapping some track by Old Dirty Bastard. When I finished singing one of the only songs, I had memorized the bar was silent. And that was Matt, the only guy I have seen able to sing Tool. Very nice. The DJ said before announcing the next up to the stage. This night I learned about putting myself into horrible situations. I was too drunk to drive, knowing this is a good tool to stay out of trouble. The bad part about no this was being taken to Karen's apartment across the street to sober up. We didn't have Uber back then and I didn't want to pay for a cab. I argued to sleep in my car, but it was below freezing outside. I caved in and fell asleep on Karen's couch, coat still on and my large case of CDs wrapped in my arms. Back then people would steal CDs from cars which is unthinkable today. After Karen checked on her kids, she came back into the living room. I pretended to be asleep and I was in a state of panic as she stood over the couch. After a long moment there was a deep sigh and she disappeared. Early that morning I woke up and found the apartment dead silent. Karen was still asleep, and I wanted to be out of there as soon as possible. I grabbed my CDs and went out, walking across the street, finding my car in the brand's parking lot and driving home. I needed something different. I needed to get out of Olga's before I ended up as a trophy on somebody's wall. There are places in Kalamazoo that appear impossible to get into. Pizer, Stryker, Bronson, Borges, the list goes on but the institutions that offer a living wage had their doors closed unless you knew somebody on the inside. My mom snuck her way into the hospital through a loophole in their hiring system. She was working in a daycare center operated by the hospital however it was a separate entity and the employees were not regarded as hospital employees. One of the other women she worked with bid on a job that was only in-house and she got the job. Others started to do it and soon HR learned about these women who shouldn't be bidding on these jobs but not before my mom was in. One of the floors in the hospital was short-staffed for cleaning people and I was given a paper application. That paper was handed to the manager who gave it to HR and before I knew it, I had an interview. The job was 12 hours a day, 3 days a week and I took it. This was the first time I had health insurance, I didn't have to worry how many hours I had to pay rent, I wasn't standing over a hot stove and I didn't have anyone yelling at me ever 20 minutes. This was a complete change from where I had been working. I still had some credit card debt from college and wanted to save up for a new car. I continued working at Olga's and after working 60 to 70 hours a week for 6 months I left. I still remember the moment I was standing in the kitchen and my mind shut off, looking into nothingness and snapping out of it half awake and dragging myself through my task. I had money saved up, the credit card was paid off. It was time to relax and start living like a normal human being. I went up to the manager's office and found Megan sitting at the desk. I think she had just finished putting together the next schedule and I told her I can't do this anymore. You're quitting? She asked. Yes, I replied with the intent of giving her a two-week notice. Today? She asked. I had not considered this. I fully intended on giving them two weeks and find someone to cover for me, but after all the short shifts, all the double shifts, the times I worked by myself what difference would it have made? Knowing I didn't ever have to come back was a blessing in disguise. She never should have asked that question. I can do that. I thought to myself. Uh, yeah. Today. Megan started to cry, and I said sorry before turning around, hanging up my apron and going downstairs. 
Motherfucker, where are you going? Nate Dog asked as I walked past him in the kitchen without an apron. My shift is over, I said. We're short-staffed. Want some more time? I just quit, I said. Oh, you get a job at the hospital and you think you're better than us now? I thought for a second, after all the insults, long nights of Nate tearing me down to make himself feel better, the constant ridicule for not liking the same things as him, I had enough. Yeah, I am better than you. Get the fuck out of here motherfucker. Piece of shit. Fucking asshole. I can do this whole fucking thing myself. I don't need your help uppity asshole. Nate, go fuck yourself. I walked out and never saw Nate again. There was a weight off my shoulders. A burden had been lifted and, in the end, I had to wonder if it was ever worth it. What is the purpose of running a business that treated people like cattle pushing them into the butcher shop every day? Who thought of these business models and at what point did they ever seem like fun or a useful profession? I understand making hot food, serving those who need to eat, helping keep the rest of us going, but this was something else. Olga's never figured out if it was fast food, or a bistro for lunch, or, heaven forbid, fine dining. It wanted to be everything to everyone and in the end, it failed its customers and the employees the most. I was now free from the grips of Olga's and I only went back there once in the last 20 years. Some of the same servers still work there. I spotted Junior working in the kitchen with his hair now white and his frame thinner than I remembered. I wasn't curious about some of the other people I worked with and therefore didn't ask. That time was gone, and I was grateful to be out of there. My membership card to the Brotherhood of the Spatula had been revoked.